Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I suppose the big talking point, and we can't avoid talking about it, even though we mentioned crashes last week, we mentioned this programme was coming up, uh, and I don't know whether you saw it last night, was a breach of trust on Primetime Investigates. And earlier this week, we spoke about uh, the fact that RT will be broadcasting the documentary, exposing failings in a Dublin crash, one particular crash. And, well, as we all know, it aired last night, and this morning, many people are infuriated after watching it. RT Investigates revealed how children in a number of facilities in Dublin were all ill-treated and also left at serious risk in the event of fire. Now, I'm going to just uh, play you a little clip uh, here. It's about a minute and a half to give you kind of some sense of what the programme was about last night. This is a business. It's yeah. not a babysitter. It's not a one-to-one. There's 18 babies and just me. Some babies I don't know. And when standards fail... Just how well does the sector's regulatory body protect your children? Half water, right, okay. Okay, like this? Okay. Okay. Hot water, okay. So, water until... More? Okay. Really? Okay, so they can't have... Really? It should have like low fat, but we are using full fat. Okay, okay. Next time. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Our researcher regularly saw multiple children being given diluted milk. However, Hide and Seek told us this milk was only given to one child who suffered from reflux. The sleep room in Shaw Street is positioned between the baby and wobbler rooms. Here, our researcher came across a child crying in the room. Who are you here? The child was isolated for misbehaving. She was left on her own with the door closed. Okay, now, did you stop? You be a good girl? The child was clearly distressed. Okay, well. A lot of the programme was quite visual. You might have heard a bit in the middle there. They were being forced to add water to all the milk to dilute it. Uh, Also, the children were given noodles worth 39 cents, where the parents were paying for a fresh vegetable uh, stir-fry, which would obviously cost an awful lot more. The kids were being given given cheap noodles. Uh, One baby was forced to sleep. They were literally pushing the child's head down. Um, it, It was an appalling programme. And if you've got a child in a crash, you probably watched it with horror, thinking, I hope my crash is okay. Because this was the crash that RT went to. And this is the one that had a lot of failings. But there is no doubt that there are probably other crashes uh, that are run in such a bad or exactly the same way. Probably. I mean, it's just that RT are not there. Um, So to suggest this would be the only one would be nutty. The same way when we had the last Breach Trust program about crashes, it was a group of crashes. Um, it doesn't seem to be any different to this. Uh, the same way we had a Breach of Trust about the elderly uh, care homes. Again, the ones that RTE went to had failings. If they had gone to many of the others, there probably would have been failings. And I think it would be naive of us to think that every crash in the country is perfectly run. Because they couldn't be. 
like any other business in this world, every business has down, you know, shortfalls, failings, um, shortcuts will be taken. Why would we assume that just because there's children involved, that wouldn't happen in a business? Because a business ultimately is about making money. So the bottom line comes down to you leaving your child in the crash. Now, the broadcaster sent in two undercover childcare workers to the crash uh, run by the hide-and-seek chain, which showed flagrant breaches of good practice and safety procedures. And the RT Investigates program revealed how children in a number of these facilities in Dublin were being ill-treated. The broadcaster, as I said, the, ca- uh, the catalogue of failings came just three years after the tightening of the laws uh, governing 4,500 childcare facilities around the country following the uproar after the last time we did a primetime investigates and exactly the same thing. But a week after applying for the job at the Shaw Street creche, one of the undercover workers was employed without even being guarded vetted. Now, don't get me wrong, both of these workers, these undercover workers who worked for RTE, were both guarded vetted, and they were both trained. But neither one was checked. And although Tusla inspected the branch four years ago and warned against babies being left to sleep on bouncers, the practice was still happening up until recently. The highly profitable chain is family-run and consists of four creches. And a company spokesperson has said, uh, one of the owners, Anne Davy, who has also managed the Talca Road branch, has now decided to take no future role in the front line of childcare provision. She stepped down. Brian Lee, Tusla's Director of Quality Assurance, told the Irish Independent it is now notifying on Garda Shiakana of the concerns obviously raised in the programme. The damning revelations showed staff were hired before being guarded vetted, fire exits were blocked, milk was being diluted, obviously I, I'm assuming to save money, with water, and one childcare worker was left to, uh, to look after 20 children on their own. That's against the regulation. Particularly if they're babies, for example. I think it's uh, one to three when they're babies. It depends on the age group. But you certainly wouldn't be looking after 20. Disturbing footage last night also showed babies being placed on their stomachs and held down to make them sleep. We saw exactly the same thing the last time we did one of these investigation programs in RTE. Exactly the same thing. Children being held down and forced to go asleep. So there, we've gone into crashes on two separate occasions, on two primetime programs, and saying exactly the same thing. Why are we assuming it's only the ones that, that's been investigated? I hear people all day today saying, oh, I wouldn't put my children in those crashes. But what, are all the rest of them okay as well? There are, I'm assuming, some very well-run crashes in this country. But why do we assume that it's only the bad ones are the ones that were on telly? Because it couldn't be. That would be illogical, that the two that we happen to pick happen to be the bad ones. On another occasion, children were witnessed, are witnessed loud, angry rants because the room was left untidy. Outside shutters at the back of one of the centres were on occasion shut while the babies were still in the premises, which is a fire hazard, of course. And I believe somebody said to me today, although these owners knew the programme was going out in prime time last night, the shutters were still being pulled down this week, even though they knew it was going out. And maybe they didn't know that was going to be part of the programme. Now, a spokesman for the hide-and-seek chain said it acknowledged... It has raised real issues which needs to be addressed and some changes have already been made. But today I want to get your reaction to last night's documentary. Were you horrified? Are you surprised? I'm not surprised. Not a bit. Would you make would it make you think twice about putting your child into creches? I mean, do you think creches are actually a bad place for a child? 
I mean, I want to get your reaction generally. And I know there's loads of crash owners around the country going, oh, no, 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 don't tear us out with the same brush. I'm not. A lot of them are quite well run. But they're businesses. A child is a human being. You know, when you take schools, for example, for young people, particularly, you know, when you go to kind of baby infants and senior infants, there's always problems. Kids get bullied. Kids have problems. But we deal with them. Parents, we go up to the school. The school informs us. We go up to the school. We sort it out. You know, kids being picked on. Maybe they're not doing as well as they should. There's always problems. Nothing is run. Nothing runs perfectly. And if we put a hidden camera into every business where children are being looked after in vulnerable situations, I am sure we will find failings. And I'm not defending this crowd for one minute, by the way. What they did is wrong on every single level. It's despicable. I mean, if you're telling parents you're giving kids fresh vegetables, give them fresh vegetables. If you're telling kids you're look, or parents you're looking after their children, look after them. Don't pretend to look after them just for money because that's what it's about. So I want to know, do you think a creche is a good place or a bad place for a child? Let me know what you think. The number is 87 Linda, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Linda? Hi, Knight. How are you? Good. Linda, did you watch the programme? I missed it, actually, but I'm listening to it all morning between TV and news and radio. I'm listening to it all morning. Mm-hmm. No, it's just... Uh, there was a lot of failings. There's no doubt there was a lot of failings. It's very sad. It's it's extremely sad. I, you know, um, I mean, to go into um, a, a career in childcare, you have to love children. These, these people shouldn't have been in that career in the first place. Well, so, some of them. Now, let's be fair. Some of the people yeah, who work yeah, there, I'm yeah, sure, yeah. did love, do love children. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah, and 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 let's be fair as well. There are some excellent um, creches around, and preschools and Montessori schools around the country. Um, I worked, I worked twenty years in childcare myself, um, and I I had to leave two creches because of what I saw in there. I well, there's, well there's, doesn't this go to show you this is what, exactly what I'm trying to say is yeah. this just happened to be the one on RTE the same way the last time RTE did a program three years ago. They found exactly the same with the ones they investigated. So the point yeah. is that you will get good people working in crashes. There's no doubt. Yeah, of course. But yeah. you'll get bad people too. Oh, of course, yeah. And, you know, like the, one of the failings of, of the whole system is that when I reported the crashes that I left, um, they got full warning that they were going to be inspected. So everything was hunky-dory when they went. And, I mean... Um, on-the-spot inspections. I don't know if they're allowed now. This was a, a few years ago and I'm out of childcare, but on-the-spot inspections should be mandatory. Like, you know, especially when you're dealing with, with ba- from babies up until school age. These kids, they cannot speak for themselves. They cannot express what's going on. Um, but, it's, but it's not that. It's the training of the staff. Basic stuff like, for example, one of the trainers didn't even know what sudden infant death syndrome was. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what person working in childcare dealing with babies doesn't have some level of training to know what when she's seen SIDS on the the, the kind of instruction leaflet? She asked one of the others, "What's SIDS? What does that mean?" Well, she, you know what I mean. If, if she if she went and did her fee tax level five, six, seven, and eight, she, uh, and the heat tax, she would know that. So I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't cleaning the rooms in the middle of the day while the children were all being put into high chairs so they could clean the rooms. Clearly because the owner didn't want to pay staff to stay back afterwards and clean when the kids were gone. Mopping up, yeah. etc. Children stuck in high chairs. Yeah. At one point, three babies were put into a cot uh, to facilitate cleaning. All three of them into the one cot. Uh, the base of the cot collapsed with the weight. Oh, 
my god! Yeah, no, it's just it, it's just so sad. These, you know what? They're 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 vulnerable, helpless human beings who who just need all they want is a little bit of love and attention, and that's all. And to play and to to learn to communicate with other children, that's all they want. It's very very simple. Now there are very strict and there are very strict laws on running a crash and. Um, and rules and regulations on how on how you're supposed to run a crash and run um, a childcare facility. You know everything is supposed to be written down. There, you know, you're supposed to have um, you know a, a rota, and children are supposed to be able supposed to know what's going to happen and when dinner is or when lunch is and when nappy time is and and stuff like that. It's just. These, these regulations aren't being carried out in, you know, in, in a lot of these crashes. I mean, what did you um, witness in the crashes that you said you complained about? And I'm assuming you complained to Tusla at the time, or was it just it was around at the time? or who yeah, was it? Um, No, I, um, I can't remember now. I, I, um, a good while ago. Okay, so um, you would be complaining to, if it was regional or to the HSE at the time, possibly as well. All yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, okay, so but what, 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 what was going wrong? What did you notice at the time that, that made you think, well, I, don't, I don't want to be here? One of one of the crashes, it was a clear breach of cruelty. Their punishment was to put um, a child into. Do you know? Do you know the cabinets that they have in um, classrooms that have wheels on them? Yeah. Put a child into one of them and and push it around. That was their punishment. I I left. I walked out as soon as I saw it. My so the child the child was put into a cabinet and the doors closed. Yeah, and they were they were they were pushed around by the childcare provider just to scare them. I, I, honest to God, I felt like I'd been punched in the stomach. I'm even, I, I can feel it now in my stomach, actually. I can, That's I feel disturbing, it isn't it? Oh, it's disgusting. Um, the other childcare facility, the, do you, did you ever hear of the medication Tdex? I'm assuming it's to do with when a child is teething. That you, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a, 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 a bottle of medication and it has an antihistamine in it that that can help them sleep at night if they're teething. Okay. They used to give them them give them a spoon of that to help to to get them to go to sleep for the afternoon. So they were drugging the children. Yeah. To make them sleep. And I just left. I just couldn't. It was disgusting. Um, so I from then on, um, I looked after kids in my own home. Um, I left, and and then when I had my own children. I just left work and I brought my kids up. I only I've only returned to work there in the last I suppose year. But, um my youngest one is just going to secondary school now in September because I couldn't mm. I could not face putting them into childcare. I mean this particular place had already been warned by Tusla on a previous inspection four years ago to take these bouncers out because they're not supposed to use them, right? But last night in the programme, it showed babies asleep in the bouncer chairs, which are still there, uh, which I believe can cause babies to suffocate uh, when they, they sleep. They can, yeah. yeah. And, and that's in the training. Do you know Th- that's what, you what I'm saying. So I, I'm assuming, I don't know, I don't have the VTEC, but I'm assuming when you are a child, you, you know, you're looking after children on a regular basis, you should know these things. I wouldn't know them because oh, I'm not a professional. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the training for childcare is so intensive. Um, you know, it's it, it's it, and they, what you need to pass that or to come out with your your diploma or, or degree or whatever if you go into on to HeTech is huge. I mean, the amount of um, stuff at the practical, the the learn the learning is crazy. You know, these people should. 
they, these people are supposed to know it. And the, the guard the vetting thing, that's a joke. Yeah, they were hired. The RTE staff, one of them was hired without any guard of vetting. Oh, stop. And do you know what, Niall? The amount of places, not just in childcare, that are doing that, that who work with people um, in general, the youth, um, you know, older people, it's, it's rife. It mm. is rife. Uh, you know, I, I just know that from talking to people because I work with the public myself. Okay, well, well hang on a second because loads of people are texting in. Somebody says, by the way, how can your caller just leave those places and not report it? Well, she did say that she did report it. Yeah, she did report it at the time. Okay. Uh, okay, let me just go to Stephen. Stephen, you're on Classic Kids. Stephen, this is like horror stories. I mean, you, you've just heard there, Linda, talk about the fact that she worked in two places that she left. One, the child was being punished by put into a cabinet and wheeled around. And other children were being drugged to get them to go asleep. Yeah, it's, uh, it's absolutely awful. I watched with horror last night, I have to say, because it's very close to me. I'm from the area. My daughter goes to the school where the animal collects children every day. She doesn't know, obviously, but she was for years. So we saw this woman nearly every day. My wife saw her every day. It was it was hard to take last night because I'm pretty sure I know people that have children in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I would say, Noel, is uh, my big question here today was, um, RTE last night said that they reported it to Tusla and they reported to the fire brigade. Now, if I was RTE, I would have made the people that were walking there after handing in their notice stand outside that crash and inform every parent that came to that crash to collect their children what was going on. I don't think it was good enough for them. Rather than waiting until so, the programme airs. Yeah, so how long did Tusla take to get out there and the fire brigade? I just think they were so neglectable and I think they had their own agenda for the story. I think it was shocking. I think they should have made the people wait outside. I, I'm wondering when the programme, when the last piece of footage was recorded. Um, I don't know is the answer to that question, but I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering. So I don't know if it was a few weeks ago, was it a month ago? Uh, and you know how long between the last piece of footage being recorded, the editing is done and it's put together and produced and, and goes out on RT. I'm assuming it's at least a month. So for that period, so for that period, they know about a crash that's been badly run, and it's still up, operating. Oh, but, yeah. so, but still operating today, by the way, but they said changes are going to be made. Yeah, and the, the sad thing about that, Noel, is she's been done three times about this, so how is she able to carry on, open a crash, not register, and get away with this? This is too well, well, yeah. well, she, well, she's not able to anymore anyway because she stepped down and decided that she'll take no future role in the front line of childcare provision. But it is a family-run business anyway. Yeah, no, you know, and I know. We both ran a business. I run a business. You ran a business. That she will just be in the background. She will not step down from the board. I guarantee you that. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm going to go on a limb and say I, I don't know the woman, right? I know nothing about her apart from what I see and what I saw last night. And, and clearly there was bad childcare practices. But she is not every one of those staff either. No, there, there's more than just know. her, and and there's more than just this crash, Stephen. I oh, mean, I understand that. You know, this um, just happens to be the one that RTE was in last, uh, you know, on the program last night that RST focused on last night. I mean, you just heard Linda say that she worked in two crashes and she left both of them for the yeah. same reason. Yeah. yeah. Well, with the greatest respect, Linda, how did you go home and sleep without telling them parents what was going on? That's, See, uh, uh, it's not good enough just to report things to Tulsa because it takes them. God knows how long to get to that crash. Yeah, I, I do agree with you, but you know what? You have to sometimes you have to go to, through the proper channels, and you have to go. Um, I had to go through the proper channels to do this. 
I didn't I actually didn't know I was so stomached I didn't know actually what to do I was I, um and I just I left and I I I couldn't I couldn't face I co- I couldn't face parents I couldn't face anyone I couldn't face anyone for a long time after that you know um it was, it was How old was the child dramatic. Linda how old was the child they put into the cabinet uh, he was uh, he was between two and three, so he was at toddler oh, age. God. Yeah, yeah. And this, do you know what? Can you imagine being confined in a small dark space like that and not and and being disorientated by, by being wheeled people? around as punishment? Oh my God! Shocking! But that, that's but that's not just um, you know bad practice. I mean, that's cruelty to a child. That's actually a jailable offence. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm just wondering, are these people going to be held liable? Are they? Are they being? I mean, if I knew, I mean, let's take your incident, Linda, with the cabinet. If I knew that was my child in that crash, I swear to God, I would hunt the person down that did it. Well, no, I can tell you, I know there's people out in Glass never now actually looking for that woman as we speak. Well, I. I no, I, I do understand the anger that's out there, but I want to make it abundantly clear. And Linda's just made that a very valid point in relation to places that she worked in. And I'm not certainly not suggesting all creches are run badly, right? What I am saying is many creches out there are run very badly. We would be completely naive to assume that this is isolated, considering we did another program three years ago and exactly the same outcome. I want to come to Fiona in a second, but I have to go to a break, Fiona, so please stay with me and uh, bear with me because we're going a bit late in our ads here. If you want to send us a text, you can 087188008. Were you surprised by the programme last night? Fiona, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Fiona? You also work in a crash. I'm sure you were horrified by the carry-on of that programme oh, last it night. Was co- it was completely horrifying. Myself and my wife just sobbed watching it. Mm. It was really horrific, now I have to say. I almost feel that it was almost worse than the one back in 2013. I don't know. I, th- I thought the one in 2013 was probably worse because there was a lot yeah. more physicality in that one, if you know it what I mean. Was, it was very physical and very verbal. and I. But I feel that it, it's like... It's just horrifying to me. I mean, she's an owner and she's a manager and for her to treat children like that is just disgraceful, the amount of fire hazards and... The neglect, the general neglect. The neglect. It was awful. Yeah, if your child was in there, I, I don't know how you would... Want to put your child back in there again this morning, but I'm sure some people. I'm, I'm sure many of the parents have been informed beforehand. By the way, yeah, oh, I'm sure they have. Um, it's it's very hard at the moment. We get a lot of phone calls in our place of you know people looking for places for their children, and you know some unfortunately would be booked up sometimes a year and months in advance. I mean, so did you have parents coming to you this morning? I don't know. Were you working today or? Were... Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm in Okay, okay, did you have parents coming to you today and going, you know, jeepers, did you see that programme? I hope you're not doing that, I hope you're not doing that, or do you do this, or do you do that? Were the parents a bit panicky this morning after watching that? No, we put out a letter to all our parents um, at the start of the week when we found out the, the show was airing. Okay. And um, so so we kind of informed them that we were aware that it was airing, and if they had any upset, they could come and speak to us. We or any also, concerns, yeah. Exactly, any concerns, come speak to us, and then we put two of the contact details on their notice board. And But see, the problem is here, with all the will in the world, Fiona, you're a wonderful person, you're a wonderful carer, and you probably look after children wonderfully, I have no doubt about it, right? But there's another girl that doesn't. 
you understand what yeah. I'm saying? And who doesn't take the job as seriously as you? And you not might, might not be there when she's pushing the head, baby's head down on the pillow to make them go asleep. Or as you heard from Linda, who worked in childcare and said, you know, babies were being put into cabinets and wheeled around for punishment, um, and other babies were given medication to make them go asleep. So I mean. You don't know what's, what other people are doing. You can't always be watching everybody. It's true. I mean, we do have CCTV here as well, like, but I'd always be doing walkthroughs of all the rooms and keeping an eye on... Can parents... Can, by the way, can, that, somebody suggested that last night, actually. I know it's online, but I know there's probably data protection issues with it, but I, I say affect the data protection issues. We should sort that out. Can parents look on an app on their, on their phone and see their kids? No, we don't have a live one, but if there was ever anything that they wanted to look back on, we can provide and that. Why not? Would, would, that, would that be a good idea? Am I mad to think that's a good idea? Some places do have it. I worked in a place over a decade now, we'd be going back, who had a live stream. And I can tell you, it didn't make a pick of difference. I reported them to HSE for a number of things and informed HSE of what I thought of the place on the way out the door. And that was See, well, okay, that well, so here we are. You worked in a place that had bad yeah. practice. Uh, yeah. Linda worked in a place that had bad practice and also reported. Um, and that's what I'm seeing here from a lot of texts coming in from people who worked in crashes who had left them because of bad practice. So we, we have to assume that a lot of them are being really badly run. A lot of them are. Now, I've been very fortunate ever since because I did consider not going back into childcare after that. But I've been very fortunate ever since. The last and what happened in the one you were in? You don't have to tell us the name of it, please. But, but what happened in the one you were in? Um, they pushed, They opened up. No, I wouldn't even call it a room. It was like a box. And I just felt that the space ratio was very bad. Um, I also felt that I was in there by myself with with um, five, like one, one plus year olds who yep. had very little space. I requested equipment like toys and stuff for the kids. So activities, yeah. It doesn't sound yeah. like much. But they had nothing, no stimulation, no appropriate Which that was the same with the programme last night. They were told to make exactly. stuff up. And I was told that at the time that, oh, well, no, until the numbers come up in the crash, we won't be forking out for anything, basically. You, did you, in the programme last night, they mentioned, you know, the, the girl was asked, you know, well, we didn't have any activities today. She said, oh, just write down something. You have to have put something down for the parents. Just say they were, I don't know, playing or painting or something or doing something. In other words, make stuff up. Oh, yeah, I know I would never have taken part in anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, over the years, like, we always put it forward, like, we'd always have a weekly plan up on the door. And then we had, like, a daily thing as well that we'd fill in. So if an activity didn't happen, we wouldn't put in that activity. So and we'd kind of, we'd have put in what we did with them alternatively instead. The kids were always very well equipped in terms of activities, whether it be art, painting, kind of sports, all that kind of stuff. They, any ther- they always had free play, of course, but then would always be child-led activities if they wanted to take part in something they did. Okay, so Fiona, I'm putting you in charge in the industry right now. What would you do to change, if, if you could do one thing even, to make a difference and change things so as to give some parents reassurance that maybe things would be better on in the future? What would you do? Um, it's very difficult at the moment to kind of say what we could do differently. I mean, we have had a lot of regulations put through over the years. I think maybe the inspections need to be more frequent. I think And unannounced? 
Oh yeah, because they are on the ninth. Well, well, are they? Well, I don't, I don't know. I, I I'd heard from somebody that they get letters beforehand saying when they're coming. Oh, that's for a debt inspection. You're given notice, like it's like it's it's a two weeks. That's not right. Like okay. Just say that's not a toothless. Okay. Inspection. It's a, just it's the education. So so you could be working there, and suddenly an inspector will walk in the door. That's that, oh yeah, it's happened though, all over all over the time, all over the. Years. This place hadn't had an inspection in four years. I think it's just great. I read their reports online. It was horrifying. Yeah. I thought it was awful, and the way she got around not being inspected by which well, wasn't registered, yeah, was disgraceful. Yeah. So How would you get an inspection awful. if you're not registered? Now? But, but that's what I'm saying. She didn't register, so, and that was obviously intentional. Yeah, obviously, obviously. yeah, obviously. yeah. I mean, I mean, you're listening there to to Fiona, and obviously, you know, Fiona works in whatever she works. It's a good place. It seems to be well run because she seems to know her stuff, right? But I mean, Stephen, she also worked in a place uh, before that she had to report. So that le- and Linda worked in two places. Yeah. She had to report. Well, what does that lead us to believe? Oh well, uh, like you said, Noel, you'd have to be very naive to think that it's not going on in probably well, widespread. over half. Yeah, it's yeah. widespread. I'd say, yeah, absolutely, because we all know how trying a child can be. Can you imagine being in a room with sixteen of them on your own? No, not at all. Well, yeah, well, there you go. That's the be- the best, imagine the pressure with the best will in the world and the best care in the world. You would lose the head. But you know what was the worst thing at all, Noel? I was thinking about that room with the cots. Do you know if there was a fire in that room and you went in to get a child? How would you see if there's a, a, a cloud of smoke? Well, the girl and said there wasn't. The, the there cots. was too many cots in the room that you, there was no gaps between them that you could actually yeah, walk I mean, between how them. How would you get to a child if the room was full of smoke and you couldn't see anything? Well, okay, well, ha- well hang on. Let me go to Sarah as well because you've been waiting a while there. Sorry, Sarah, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Sarah? Hi, how are you? Um, Sarah, you were kind of pregnant during the last crash documentary. This is the breach of trust going back three years ago. And um, you would never put your child into a crash. No, I think um, I think just the model doesn't work, basically. Um, I don't think that anybody... I mean, as you said yourself, like of course there are crashes out there that do a good job. But the, po- the problem is that those people look exactly like, the same as the people who don't do a good job. So these, this woman is running a crash, she's smiling in your face, she's taking your money, she's taking your child, and she's abusing your child. But she looks exactly like the person who isn't, so how do you know? So effectively, I feel like... And she's not going to abuse the child in front of you, so... Exactly. Yeah. So you roll the dice every time you put your child into a crash that the person who you're trusting is trustworthy, and that just wasn't something I was willing to do. So you decided to put your career on hold? So I put my career on hold. I have two children now, Um now, obviously, like my first is he's coming up on three now, and he at a certain point they you know they kind of need a bit of other kids and they need yeah a bit preschool of or whatever. whatever yeah yeah. But until he's at the point where I feel like he I would notice and know if something was going on. Obviously, he's not going to be able to come home and tell me a full full articulately tell me exactly what happened. But I would I would trust that I would know that he would start to be able to formulate, you know, a story to me if something was going wrong and I'd notice from his behaviour. But a baby, absolutely not. I just couldn't do it. Um, you had, would have no idea. Like, the, the concept of babies being put down on their stomach, like... And forced just, to sleep. And pushed. forced to sleep. I mean, I just, like... That would, know, if that, any mother think, saw that with her new baby, she'd be horrified. Horrified. Yeah, like, obviously, like, I take a, I take a hit on, on not going back to work and raising my kids <laughs> myself. But, but we constantly hear women, and I was listening to your show the other day, talking about how it's, it's not worth their while to go back to work because the child cares so much. Well, then stay at home. No, no, we did have a woman on last week saying it wouldn't, it wouldn't pay her to go back to work, but she is going back to work. And but I go, why? Well, why? 
can't tr- I, I don't trust this model. I think that there are lots of people out there who mind one or two children in their homes. That's a completely different thing. But I think one person minding 12 babies and one person looking after all these kids, it's just not a model that I think works. And, and like, how many times do, we, do RTE have to go in and, and do the job that we taxpayers pay TUSA to do in order for us to learn that lesson? It's a fair point, isn't it? And I'll say this to both, uh, well, I know Linda's gone there, but Fiona's still there. You know, with all the best intentions of the world, Fiona, and I'm sure you're a wonderful person, well-trained, very passionate about your job, and I said, you do a good job, but you look just like Fiona, the, the person who does a bad job. Exactly, exactly. And I know I appreciate like how difficult it is to know who you're leaving your children with. I know it's a very difficult decision to make. Mm. So, and I, I completely appreciate that. Like, one thing I would say anywhere that I've worked since have an open door policy and parents are welcome to come in anytime. And they do. They just show up the same way an inspector would um, if they want to come in and see their child or take them out earlier or do whatever. Like, they'd be in all kinds, all kinds of the day. I mean, I mean, I was lucky at the time when my children were born. They're all old now. When I say old, yeah. they're all, near, well, they're all, one of them is over 20. They're, they're two are close to it. But I remember my first son, Curtis, he was only a child at the time and he was only two or two and a half, three and we put him into uh, Montessori because we want, we wanted to get a bit of preschool from him. At the time they didn't have the free preschool years they have now, right? Yeah. And uh, he was only in it for about four or five months. I remember we took him out because I went around to collect him one day. It wasn't far from where we lived. And I there had been suspicions because they were the food they were giving them was billy roll and it was cold and he said the, the, he told me himself one day they picked it up off the floor, right? But either way, as I drove up, she was putting his coat on him, getting him ready. And she didn't see me in the garden, you know, pulling up close. I was outside in the car and I was kind of waiting because I'd been on the phone to somebody. And I looked in the window and I could see her shaking him because he wouldn't put his arm in the sleeve properly. And she shook him. And I took him out that day and never brought him back. But I was think it horrified me thinking that could have been going on when I wasn't around because this particular woman, as soon as I would walk up the garden, she'd be all smiles and she'd be like this perfect childcare person. Yeah. You know what I mean? And oh, he was the best in the world and he's been a great boy today and he did loads of jigsaws, didn't you, Curtis? Aren't you? And I'm saying, two minutes earlier, I've just watched him shaking him in the front, yeah. in, the, in the window of the house. I could see her. And unfortunately, yeah. Niall, like most people are dropping those kids off. They're going to work and they're coming back late in the evening and they don't have the option to be dropping in or casually calling in. You know, they're, 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 they're gone to work and then they collect at the set time where this person will be putting a mask on and showing them the best in the world and they'd have no idea. Like, they don't have the option to just call in on a name. Do me a favour, stay there please if you can. A lot of stay-at-home mums, um, and I'm saying mums, I know that sounds very sexist, but 95 or 85% of stay-at-home parents are mums, uh, are calling us uh, saying something very similar as well. Uh, keep texting, the number is 87 after watching the programme last night and the programme three years ago and all the other stories that we hear on a regular basis and I'm sure there are some good crashes out there but would you trust your child being left in a crash? Tusla give two weeks notice before they arrive. Uh, they do it at my wife's work anyway. No, no. We've ne- anywhere I've worked we've never had notice. They just show up. Right, okay. Cool, cool. Well, that's just a text I said. Her, uh, obviously unless his wife, wife works in the industry. Yeah. Um, unless they're thinking of they're, they're mixing up with the desk because the desk ex- inspection with the Department of Education do give two weeks notice. Right. Okay, all right. So there's a difference in the two. And what's the difference of the two inspections? What do desk inspect? 
Oh, well, the HSC, they, they look at everything, but the debt inspection, they are looking at children who are enrolled in the ECA scheme. So if you have a Montessori, a preschool, they're looking at the From an educational point of view, an academic point they of view, are, yeah. Yeah, they're looking to see that you're providing an actual educational programme, like that your Montessori is in place, the quality of interactions between staff, that the children have, an own, have, a good, have their own record of their activities, like they, right. like, they like the scrapbooks and their art, and yeah. that there's evidence of that throughout the question that it's been going on throughout the room and that it's been going on Okay, so there's good practice going on in relation to that. Okay. Exactly. Okay, well, well, hang on for a second because I want to go to Joy as well because, Joy, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Joy? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good. Joy, you're a stay-at-home mum. I am. And you, the reason is because you don't trust creches. No. I don't. Uh, not all, I, I just want to say I'm not going to paint all creches with the same brush, but um, I just think for the first three years the, the child is best with the, with the mother or father. Um, if possible. I, I, I would Helena, agree, if possible, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, you asked a question. You said, well, what can we do? There isn't a whole lot we can do, but I would say this. I know a load of, a plenty of uh, parents that are both working that don't need to be both working. And I think if there's parents out there that are using the money, and I completely understand you still want to have a good quality of life, but most a lot of the parents, are working to be able to get that extra holiday, to get the extra uh, few bits of clothes. A nicer car. I would sacrifice that in a heartbeat if I knew that, okay, I would sacrifice it all just to say that I had my child for the first three years, the most important three years of its life. Mm -hmm. I saw that programme last night, Niall, and it just confirmed, like, you know, if I ever was indecisive about what I've done with my own children, I I felt so grateful that I was in a position to be able, I'm not being pompous, I'm not being... But, like, but, but that's not what we're doing. In society, at the moment, the kind of narrative over the last 20 years is, to, and, I, and, and I don't want to come across, I said this last week, as being sexist, because primarily it is yeah. women who want to stay at home rather than men who want yeah. to stay at home, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, because as we can see, because there seems to be a biological maternal instinct because 85% of women uh, do it, and many of those women choose to do it, by the way. They're not forced yeah. to do it, they choose to do it, right? Yeah. And, it is probably the best thing to do. And Fiona, I think you would even agree, as a childcare worker, you would agree that the best place for a child is to be with one of its parents for the first three or four years of his life, if it's possible. Of course, if it's possible, the, the best place for, for children is, is with their parents. But then why do, why do parents do this? A lot of Now, some parents out of necessity do it, right? But would but you are, agree, Niall, sorry, would you agree, Niall, that there are parents who don't, don't need have to, do it. to do it? Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. There are a lot of parents out there, Fiona, who don't need to put their child in a crash, who actually, it's probably not even financially viable for them to put the child in a crash. But just because we've been told and pushed into this whole idea that, you know, women should go back to their careers immediately, that it's just as important as a man being in a career. And I'm not disagreeing with that from a sexist point of view. Yeah. Of course, everybody's entitled to a career if that's what they want. But if you want to have a baby you know, I think it's somewhat selfish of both parents to decide, let's have a baby, and sure, as soon as the baby's born, you go back to work, and we'll put the baby in a crash. There are a lot of parents out there that don't want to put, be separated from the children and go back to work. I did have a parent on yesterday in tears because she's not ready, and she's trying to see if she can get a bit big in the first year with her child. So then you have the flip side of it, that they, they need to be out there working and they have mortgages and a lot of that going on. But also then some ch- some parents feel they want their children to be socialised, to be with their peers, to make it easier for them to go to school. There's, there's a lot of factors. 
Well, there's no reason for that. There's no reason to want to socialise a child. If you want to socialise a child and you're at home and then you're a parent or a stay-at-home mum or dad, all you got to do is bring your child out. They have these little, I mean, I used to bring my son to it years ago when he was only three. I used to bring him to um, weekly. They used to have this thing where other parents would bring their children and they'd all play together. Yeah. Uh, okay, but uh, I have to take a break anyway. Listen, thank you very much indeed, Joy, and thank you, Fiona, for that. Um, I'm looking at some of the texts coming in. Somebody said, um, uh, there's an open-door policy in most creches to call in an any stage. Maybe they should all do it. <clears throat> well, maybe we should all do it uh, a little bit more often. In other words, if your child is in a crash today or this week, at some point, if you get a bit of time off work for your lunch, maybe even if you've got a chance, pop down, you know what I mean, on spec without giving them any warning. And just check everything's okay. If more parents did that on a regular basis, there would be less opportunity for them to take shortcuts. Trust me. Uh, Liz, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Liz? Hi, now. Good. You believe it's unfair to target them all with the same brush? I don't think anybody is, by the way. But I don't think all crashes are that bad. I do agree with you that the restrictions should be so much more, and in that sense, they're all run bad because, as you said, everyone takes shortcuts. But to the extent of that particular investigation, that was just appalling. I didn't see it, thankfully, but having listened to the, the reports from it, it sounds appalling. It was appalling, and, but but why would you assume, Liz, it was just the one they investigated? And the same three years ago when they did it. Oh, no, I don't. The ones they investigated just, three years ago were the same two. I don't, but that's why I'm saying, like, the, I think the running of the restrictions around, they're not checked often enough, they're not inspected often enough, and I just I don't even understand how this woman was allowed to open crisis. Do you know what I mean? And I know she done it unregistered, but even there, like I just, I don't understand. The fact that you can open a crash without being registered is bizarre. I know. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And that comes to the powers that be. But see, that, yeah, but the problem the is, and I agree is. with you, there should be more spot checks, and you know, Tusla should be more involved with these crashes in relation to making sure the regulations are adhered to. But that means more staff. That means more costs. Uh, you know, from Tusla's point of view, and the HSE and the state. And sometimes, you know, it's just not viable to do that, that you have to trust. It's like, for example, people pay, are self-employed, pay their own tax. Now, every now and again, you will have an audit, right? And, you know, they will audit self-employed people every five or six years if they can, but they can't audit them every year because they wouldn't have the staff to do that. So they trust people to pay their taxes. No, yeah. I understand do you understand? That, so the same as they trust I these crashes to run but properly. I don't understand how the likes of a crash, or as you mentioned, the likes of Norton Homes and the... I mean, even once every six months, a check on them specific companies. As you said, they're businesses. They are businesses, first and foremost. Yeah. But, like, if, I mean, to check them even once every six months, do you know what I mean? I don't see how that's such a big difficulty. Mm-hmm. And then when you have And if you do check them, would you, them, find, would you find you out? Report it. But hang on, see, a lot of the stuff last night that happened last night, let's say they had a spot inspection by Tusla, right? And somebody walked in the door. That stuff wouldn't be happening. Because oh, everybody would be on their best behaviour. But that's because they know about it. So that's not a spot inspection. No, but even, but even, but even if there was... Up at the door. But even if there was a spot inspection, right, and nobody didn't know about it, as soon as the, the, the girl from Tusla or the guy from Tusla walks in the door, everybody's going to be on their best behaviour. So these things are probably not going to happen. Yeah, but I'm talking about, like... What they were saying, like something about noodles and well, that kind different of stuff, yeah. foods, and so there is things that can be spotted in a spot, even though their behaviour might be okay. Mm-hmm. There's still things about that crash that can be an investigation. 
inspection or a spot check. Do you know what I mean? So I mean, this place was inspected. They told them not to be using bouncers, for example. And only up to a few weeks ago, they were still using them. But so, that's what I mean. So they told them not to be but yet never went back even a month or two months later to check if they've lived up to the... Like, say if it was a restaurant and the, a restaurant was closed down for being unhygienic. And they would, an inspector will go back and check that restaurant before it's allowed to reopen. And well, to if, sure well, if the inspector has been absolutely. brought up. And if the exactly. inspector found so something very serious, like, say, rats on the premises or, you know, uh, food poisoning in the chicken or something like that, it would be closed down. And exactly, and then it would be reinspected before that per- the person, the proprietor, would be allowed to open another Absolutely, one. Absolutely. Yeah. So I don't understand how it can't walk the same way. Well, so if why is this place open today? Space, why is this exactly, place open today? Exactly, because apparently Tusla don't have the right to shut a place down. And to me, that's completely ridiculous. If they don't have the right to shut a place down, why the hell do we have them involved in child protection? Why are we, pay- as taxpayers, paying this? organisation to look after the welfare of children when they don't even have the right to shut down places that are abusing the children that are being put into that care. I don't get that at all and I don't understand anybody who walks in one of these questions and sees abuse going on and they turn around and tell you they've reported it to Tootsley. Like, we all know at this stage that... Well, personally, are, I, I, I wouldn't trust Tootsley to mind me dog, but how Exactly, they're yeah. not fit for purpose. So why the hell would anyone who walks in one of these places and see something going on and think, I don't like this, it's disgraceful. They live and then they report it to Tootsley. What the hell is that going to do to anybody? It's not new nothing because we know Tootsley isn't fit for purpose. I'm so, looking at a text coming in here. It says, sadly, some of the things shown on RT documentary last night did not surprise me. As a childcare worker circa 20 years ago, uh, after I qualified, I've seen both good and bad crashes. I believe some people are simply not cut out or dedicated to the care of our children. In my case, I left a particular crash in Dublin city centre as it had a rat issue, uh, which the staff were told not to make the parents aware of. I subsequently left the crash as it did not sit right with me. Uh, I would also like to point out, due to the physical nature of the role and the fact that you must clean down your rooms every evening, uh, rooms every evening I actually ended up with a, a back issue and I had to give up uh, my much loved vocation which I still dearly miss uh, well stay there for a second let me go to Betty Betty you're on Classic Kids how you doing Betty hi Niall how are you oh, there you there's another girl who worked in a crash and there was rats in it for God's sake oh my God it was absolutely shocking mm-hmm. I was so upset watching that last night it would be upsetting particularly if you yeah. had children it would be very upsetting you know it would be would be very upsetting because according to the program makers last night they paid a thousand euros per month for to send their child there yeah now you send your child to a crash you you go to work you think they're safe in their environment and you think oh grand job my child is safe and then you watch something like this and you see the the cruelty that was going on with them children last night pushing the head down and the little baby's crying. I mean, it was absolutely horrendous. That's awful, I, isn't it? I, I would say that my granddaughter had been in one of them crashes. And so I think this morning someone told me that they have opened, they're after opening one in Cork City. Yeah. Um. So whether how true that is, now I don't know, but you know the way they start. Well, but, well according to the crash owners... 
Um, they have said that they have changed, obviously, the way they run the place. Uh, this is Hide and Seek Quest, the one that was featured in the show. Um, they, the person that involved Anne Davy has been, uh, who managed the Talca branch, uh, said that she's decided to take no future role in the front line of childcare provision. And they have assured uh, Tusla that their practices will change. But sure, do you believe them? I don't. I don't believe them for a minute. I see. But even if they do, will Tusla investigate them? Exactly. Will Tusla actually check? Yeah that their practices have changed. Well, it's been taken quite seriously because Brian Lee, Tussle's Director of Quality Assurance, has told the Irish Independent that he's now informing the guards of his I'm concerns. I'm sure. I just, I don't, as you said yourself, by the time the last footage was recorded and they'd done all their editing and everything else, how could, why weren't the police informed then? Well, actually, well no, RTE, I, I don't know. Maybe RTE, RTE, maybe RTE did inform the police. I don't, I don't want to make assumption that they didn't. Oh, no, I know, but I'm just, as I said, I, just, I don't understand how all these people are going through Tusla. We've reported it to Tusla, and we've done this with Tusla, and we've done that to Tusla. But the, the thing is now that you can't, unfortunately, the other creches will be painted the same now and there's very good questions. Yeah, but well, you're saying there's very good questions and I'm sure there is, right? And I have to keep saying yeah. that, obviously, because I don't want to tire them all with the same brush. Yeah. But all I'm getting in here is texts from people who worked in crashes and they've all got bad experiences. I worked, here's another one. I worked in a crash 20 years ago. Uh, there was two of us with 28 two to three year olds. Our job included answering the door and the phone which uh, left one person in the room. The children were given their dinner at 11 o'clock. Most wouldn't want it at that time and got shouted at. Nap times were regimented uh, which is uh, which was impossible to impose on a child and at 5pm uh, they got faces, hands cleaned, nappies changed and coats on for 6pm pickups because we had to clean the place before the lock up. Parents were not allowed past the foyer and children were brought to them uh, and not the other way around. I mean, it's shocking. So that, 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 that place she worked in was a kip. It was being really badly run. Now, mind you, it is 20 years ago. A lot has changed. Regulations have changed since then. But I'm just saying, that these, a lot of these places are badly run. They are badly run. And that place last night, and like you said, now, that's only just one that they featured on. Hmm? I mean, if they maybe did spot on checks without telling anyone, Maybe they'd find some more that are the exact same, but to see them poor little babies, you know, and and probably some of the parents watching that last night are maybe recognised that what their children was wearing, and said, "Oh my God, that was my child." Wouldn't you be horrified if that was your child? But stay there for a second. I want to go to Irene as well. Irene, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Irene? Hello, Nile. How are you? Uh, Irene, I'm assuming like everybody, you're horrified by the very thoughts of this. Devastated. And it's absolutely devastated, Donald. It was just horrific, the abuse, you know. What I can't understand, where is, uh, is it, uh, the Minister for Children, Zapone, is that her name? Yes, Catherine Zapone. Yeah, Catherine Zapone. I mean, where is, where is she? Why isn't she c- condemning this this morning? Well, I'm, I'm sure she did, by the way. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know exactly yeah, what she said about it. Yeah. She, did, she did condemn it. Virtually at the yeah. hospital, sorry, now maybe I missed it. But anyway, I just wanted to say, I went to a question. I'm 62 years of age, right? My mum and dad worked, right? And I went to a creche when we were, we used to call it in the, in the Liberties, the creche, right? Right, okay. <laughs> right, not creche, that became possible. It was a long time ago now. Yeah, yeah. you can imagine it is a long time ago now. And I loved it and it was wonderful. You know what I mean? Mm. Couldn't have asked for nicer people and the situation was beautiful. But what's happening today is, which you've seen there yourself last night, it's the 
there's no nature, there's no system, it's dreadful. What I can't understand is that this company was in court three or four times, right? And then they changed their name. And we're still allowed to operate, and they've just now bought a place in the city centre. They should not be allowed to operate. That's it, shut it down. You know, I can't understand it now, because if you had a, if you were minding a child and something happened, you'd, you'd be dragged out by the cops in two seconds, you know? And this is where I'm lost with this case, you know, I'm absolutely baffled. Mm. Well, it was the same the last time RT did it as well. You know, the crash that was involved at the time or the chain of crashes that were involved at the time were allowed to continue to operate. I can't understand that that woman... Because they will tell tell Tusla, oh yeah, we'll change our practices, that won't happen again. Well, I tell you, I worked with the Aussie and that that other lady that was talking about spot checking, they they would know when they're coming to get a letter and everything will be changed. (laughs) I'm being honest. So what's wrong in this country is I feel absolutely distraught and I feel very sorry young men and women who are, you know, working hard, purchasing homes. The cost of living in this country is outlandish. You know what I mean? We're the second dearest in Europe. And it's very hard for parents to stay at home when they're trying to buy a house, trying to educate their children. I worked on my marriage life as well. I was probably lucky because I had my family near me, which was great. You know, and my, my babies when they were small. You know what I mean? I never had a problem. But this is what's wrong. I think, think it's so sad that parents must have been who are working now must be devastated. Do you know what I'm saying? And there's not the government should have proper crashes run by the government. You know, run by by Tusla or whatever department they want to put it under. You know, and pay them not a business. That woman said last night, we're not a child mind service, we're a business. You know, mm-hmm. horrendous reviews. Well, they are. And somebody, by the way, rightly points out, uh, firstly, uh, how can uh, the crash still be open? Surely to God, not one of those parents would want to put their children in there today. I can't believe it's a Sandra. And I know, I, but what they done now, sorry now. But I know, but I know, because uh, I, spo- I spoke... They changed the name. They changed the name. Well, yeah, but that's not the point. A lot of those parents, all those parents who have the children in that crash know exactly which crash it is because they watched it on telly last night, right? But And they would have got letters, obviously, from the crash too. But in saying that, if you've got a child in a crash... The re- positions in crashes, from what I believe, and I was talking to somebody recently about this, they're really hard to get. You have to, you're nearly on a waiting list for a year to get your child into some <laughs> know, crashes. Yeah. So, so where are they going to put their children this morning? That's the point, you're isn't it? I feel sorry, Niall, this morning. I feel very sorry for young mothers and fathers who are doing everything by the book, as you, you say yourself, you know, and trying so hard to better their, their life for their children, keep a roof over their head. And this is what they're, this is what's going on. But the Minister for, 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 uh, Children should be definitely up in arms, and that company should be closed down. At the end of the program, they made a statement. They've just purchased a building in the, in the centre of uh, Dublin, mm-hmm. the city centre. Yeah. I mean, this is just it's, crazy. Sorry, Niall. Exactly. I mean, they should be set. Uh, should be set an example, and the guards should have been called, and they should. Well, the guard. Well, the guards have been informed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they should be set an example now and close this place down and say this is what's going to happen if another crash comes up like this again. I mean, if looking at her, looking at the person last night, slamming that poor baby down into the cot was abuse. And they should be summoned and the place should be closed down and it should be taught a lesson that if this happens again, another crash comes up like this, this is what will happen. You will go to the guards and the guards will prosecute everything. Well, I'm sure the guards, and I hope the guards, will investigate any shortcomings that may have been obvious or considered to be neglectful or abusive uh, in the programme last night. And Tusla have informed the guards. Thank you very much indeed, ladies. And I know a lot of people are very concerned. A lot of people texting in about it. A lot of people going back, and maybe we'll cover it again, that the idea of crashes in the first place and the reason they're there 
a lot of people text again. Somebody rightly says again here, Niall, um, I don't understand all these people complaining about how their children are treated. Surely if they stayed at home to mind their own children, they wouldn't have the problem. Well, it's, it's not always that easy. I understand what you're saying. And I do agree with you in some sense, but it's not always that easy. Uh, I do understand there are circumstances whereby people can't do it. And our person says, now, when it comes to discussing TV licences, nobody watches TV. Have a programme like a nursery, childcare last night, and everybody suddenly has seen it. Yeah, you're talking about the fact that nobody says they watch RTE when we talk about television licences. But I have said in the past in relation to RTE, I don't believe the licence fee is worth it, but I have said, if anything at all, the best programmes on RTE are probably Primetime Investigates. Uh, it is probably the one programme that everybody talks about on a regular basis. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.